0: Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum.
1: Good morning, Glenn.
0: Brent traded under $90 per barrel again last week, but there were even bigger moves in gas oil. Can you tell us what was behind that?
1: Yes, well, normally, Brent and uh, middle distillates, so that that 's gas oil, jet fuel, and diesel, tend to track one another quite closely. But this year that relationship has broken down to quite a large extent, and we 've seen significant premiums. and and very variable premiums of the middle distillates over Brent. And this has happened again recently. So while Brent has been weakening since uh, the start of August, gas oil has been relatively much stronger and has mostly continued to trade over $1,000 per metric tonne. But last week it broke down through that level and uh, in fact fell to the lowest levels we've seen in the ice uh, gas oil contract since March. The thing that... uh, really sort of brought this about last week, uh, I think was news from China that uh, export limits of middle distillates and other refined products from Chinese refineries what were going to be lifted. That means that more of this uh, refined product can flow into world markets and hence uh, bring down prices. And of course, the great thing about this decrease in gas oil prices from the point of view of consumers of diesel and jet fuel is that they finally start to see the benefit of, of the softening in the price of Brent coming through in, into those refined products.
0: Looking at oil more broadly, what impact is the dollar strength having?
1: Well, I think if you look at some of the big non-dollar denominated consumers of oil in the world, you see significant depreciations in the currencies. So if you look at the Japanese yen or Chinese renminbi, or... Or the, or the euro or the Indian rupee these have all weakened quite significantly so that increases the cost of buying oil denominated in in dollar terms and it's even worse for countries that are not dollar denominated countries but have dollar denominated debt because of course the cost of servicing that debt is increases and so and indeed interest rates are going higher on new issuance so all of these things uh, Add to the affordability challenge for oil and so that tends to put a sort of depressive effect into the value of oil in dollar
0: terms. Turning to European gas and electricity markets now, how much do you think the energy plan announced by the EU last week will help European markets?
1: Well, I think really this plan still focuses on symptoms uh, rather than the cause of the problem uh, in that it's it's essentially very price focused. So, I mean, that the extreme volatility of very high prices is a consequence, is a symptom of the cause. And the cause is there is simply not going to be as much gas available in Europe this winter as there would be in normal years. And really, there's a limit to how much more can be done on the supply side of things to increase supplies of gas into Europe. So really, the only way to tackle the mismatch is to concentrate on bringing down demand but the only demand side measure in that uh, policy that was published last week so far as i could see was um, a plan to limit electricity consumption at some peak times of day and the reason that they wanted to do that it was believed that that peak electricity demand and the price impact of that was having a disproportionate effect on On the price of gas relative to all the other things that are going on uh, that are affecting the gas price. The impact on gas demand is actually relatively muted. So really the only element of this plan that was focused on demand was really also about price. I think we're, what we're seeing is that policymakers are still continuing to, to treat this problem of the gas markets electricity markets in Europe as being essentially one of sort of market price distortions rather than the real problem, which is a, a lack of a sufficient supply or too much demand, to put it in, in another way. And really, in the absence of having a plan to manage the supply-demand mismatch, it's entirely rational for the market to be behaving in the way it has been doing. Really, the market has been signaling now for about 12 months that there were real worries about Russian gas supplies and that the market was starting to worry about the possibility of Russian gas being turned off and this kind of thing. And that's why we've seen all this very erratic behavior. But unfortunately, I think our politicians haven't uh, really taken that seriously enough. And here we are now with heating season approaching and we still don't actually have a proper plan in place.
0: Thank you, Kyle. And we'll chat again next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on McPherson at investtech.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.